0: Welcome back to another episode of The Advantage. I am your host, Michael Fiddle. Today is Thursday, February 16th, and today's podcast marks the official end of football content. Maybe the Super Bowl marked the official end of football content and the beginning of weekly NBA pods back here on the feed. From now on, for the rest of the NBA season, there will be at least one gambling pod and most likely two per week. This is very, very exciting for me. I've said it plenty of times on previous pods, but if you've missed it, the NBA is my best sport to handicap. It is what butters the biscuit. It has the highest volume of bets and subsequently generates the most net profit for me as a gambler. So if you were listening throughout the football season and you thought we did well, buckle up because when it comes to NBA gambling, I try and take it to another level. So, moving forward, just some housekeeping stuff. I am going to be targeting slates with less games on them. That Thursday TNT doubleheader is likely going to be a frequent podcast, like Wednesday evening, release it Thursday morning, because less games on the slate means more infrequently these teams are playing back-to-back situations, more frequently they are national TV situations, and when we break down these games and these lines, we want to find the spots, especially on a podcast, where you need to release it hours in advance. You know, you want to sit there for 24 hours as good content. We want to find the situations where we're not going to have three hours before tip, four key players announces as resting, and the whole conversation becomes kind of null and void. So NBA pods every week, very consistently on Wednesday Eve and th- for the Thursday games and I will pick out a few spots around that. Otherwise, of course, follow me on Twitter at MFiddle14, where I have not only been giving out a ton of NBA bets recently, but I will be tweeting out all of the show links as well. All right. That is enough housekeeping for me today. My two guests live on the Zoom are like, speed it up, speed it up, speed it up. Today's episode is a breakdown of ways to bet and have fun For All-Star weekend. It is actually one of my favorite NBA weekends of the entire year. I love watching all the stars get together, play together, although they don't take it too seriously. It is very fun for my eyes to watch. Joining me to break it all down today are two very special people. And fellas, although you guys are both regulars on the NBA shows I've done in the past, it's been a few months of solely NFL content, And we've gained a ton of new listeners over the football season, so you may be a new voice to the ears listening. The first, less likely to be a new voice because he joined me throughout the NFL playoffs, Earl Gibby Graves. Gib, welcome back to talking NBA on the pod. Do you feel more comfortable talking NBA or NFL? And welcome back. How have you been the last two weeks?
1: I've been good. Uh, Definitely more comfortable NBA. uh, Watch it every day. Uh, it's my favorite sport. So feel a little bit more comfortable doing basketball than, than football, but still love love football also. But basketball is the main
0: thing. All right. F- fails to toot his own horn that he was a college basketball player himself. The other person joining me today, our senior director of basketball content on the pod. Av Austin Vernon, how are you doing? Every every time you're on uh, the pod, you get a new title. So today's is the season. I was looking forward of basketball content.
2: I couldn't wait to hear what my what my upgrade was. After after I heard your intro, there I was I was thinking I might not even be a correspondent anymore. The show is official now. That was I was not thinking speeded up. I was thinking your flow is professional these days, and I'm pumped that the basketball uh, switch has happened because I'm I'm way basketball over football.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's why uh, we saved you for NBA season, and now we're going to be hitting your line multiple times. And you guys will be hearing a lot of A.V. breaking down some games. Uh, We're going to be breaking down – I'll be breaking down the lines, and he'll be breaking down what's actually happening on the court. Um, Today's podcast, however, is all about All-Star Weekend. And Austin, me and you have played this game before. We've done this in years past. We're, bring, we're looping in Gibby to be the first time he's joining us for this. It's normally my brother, but if we try and get my brother on a podcast to talk basketball, everyone's going to turn off the podcast once he starts talking. <laughs> <laughs> so we bring in someone who actually knows his stuff, and that's Gibby on the other end. But the way that we're going to do this today, and first off, let me just make this very clear. If you plan on betting the All-Star Game, any of these contests, any of these you know things, None of it is a great bet. It is a fun throw a few bucks. It is not like a full unit like we're betting on a normal spread where we're watching the indicators. This is, hey, I'm going to be watching it. I want to have a few dollars on it. It'll make it a little bit more interesting. How could I have some more fun with my friends? So maybe you don't even want to actually bet it in a sportsbook. Maybe you just want to find two friends and simulate the game me, Gibby, and Austin are about to play, which then becomes a You know, who wins All-Star weekend will determine who wins this game that we're playing. So what we are going to do today is a draft of everybody playing on All-Star Saturday night. We are going to draft the three teams competing in the skills competition. We are going to draft the eight players in the three-point competition and the four players in the dunk contest or three players in a G-leaguer. Um... That makes 15 total names on the board. So you could do it with any multiple of 15. You could do a group of five and all have a team of three. You could do, you know, three people and all have five players. But the way it works is we are going to draft every name. And when the events happen, whoever has the winner on their team, so say I draft Buddy Heald and Buddy Heald ends up winning the three point contest then Gibby and Austin both owe me $10 for that three-point competition. If I also have Kmart Jr. and he wins the dunk contest, then they are also paying me $10 for the dunk contest, each of them. And let's say I also have the Antetokounmpo brothers and I swept the board. Bronny has a little bit of an objectiveness to the Antetokounmpo brothers sweeping the board. <laughs> But say I did, then I'm making 60 bucks. So it is a pick all the names, and whoever comes away will get 10 bucks for that specific event. Austin, before we went live, you said you had a quick question as to the rules for this draft. Give me one second to feed my dog, and then throw it out there for us.
2: Oh, yeah, so you want to know my questions for this pod, huh, so for this draft. Okay, so I, I, have, I have two questions. First, I'll say I love that we've been doing this draft for years and years, and my only complaint was that your brother didn't love it as much as the two of us did, so I'm, I'm happy we got Gibby to replace him here, and I don't have to worry about uh, him hearing me talk shit about him because I know he's not listening, so <laughs> we're good there. <laughs> and my two questions are, first, the easy one, are we doing a snake
0: draft? I would say I would say yes.
2: I would say yes. Also, we have in the past. Okay, great. And then my second question is: Is there a, a minimum from each of the challenges? So, ex- example, do we each have to have at least one in each category so that it becomes, you know,
0: this is that was my exact question that I was going to post you guys on the pod too because then it becomes a let's let's do it, staying saying that yes, we're all going to have at least one person from each challenge. I agree. But if you're doing this with your friends and you want, like, a gambler's edge to this because I'm always playing numbers and and looking at this from what does the math say, if you are doing this with your friends... Then and you have a potential chance to get two out of the three, say you're the third pick and you have the third exactly. End of pick, exactly. And you could snag up two of the three teams in the skills competition and give yourself a sixty-six percent chance of winning that and foregoing maybe one player in the three point where there's a deeper field. Then the math would tell you that that's the right thing to do. The math would tell you draft a skills skill player first, draft a dunker second, and draft the three-point guys last, just because of the positional scarcity and your chances to win if you have those names. If you could have two, so, if if you could have two dunkers and you know each one else has, has won, one, then you have an upper hand in that contest. I
2: completely agree with the positional scarcity conversation. That
0: being said, I, I think it matters when you draft.
2: So for us let's say we were doing it where there was no there was no minimum i'm the first pick i still i still think that i uh that i don't necessarily need to get involved in team skills there and i might want a dunk guy whereas if i'm the the last pick the snake pick coming around that's when i want to see if i can grab two skills two dunk contests that's when i think they'll be available but i'm glad that we're doing one one minimum i think that there's still opportunity to kind of game the system a little bit and take more of one competition or the other.
0: Yep, if you guys are playing this with your friends if you really throw in your money on it, you want to make sure you have multiple dunkers or multiple skill position players if you can. If we're just doing this for generic fun with the boys to to make it a more interesting night and we don't want to play those angles with our friends, then we won't. And since this is a podcast with three friends, we're going to go the friendly route that we're all going to have at least one player. So, like, I guess you could save it for whatever. Like, you, there's no. Let's just get right into it, right? Like, uh, I think we were gonna give who who had first pick when we did the the draft. Gibby had last one, so I'm
2: I'm taking first pick here. I'm excited. Okay, so, I've been, so, been so, thinking so about this. Gibby
0: Gibby had yeah. Gibby took Jason Tatum in our redraft of the 2017 NBA draft. What you guys don't realize is that I've been playing these games where we do the drafts between the three of us. Because this gives me first pick in the next draft, which is the redraft of Luca, Trey Aiton, and all that draft class, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. So I'm really just setting myself up to get Luca. But anyways, let's start with the competition that we have Saturday night. We don't. Do we need to review everyone on the board real quick, or should we just get right into it?
2: We can run down the list for for the listeners out there and let them know. I have the list in front of me, so I see. Yeah, you want to you want
0: to read them out and then tell us who's your first. Yeah, pick? so we
2: we got the dunk contest is Mack McClung, Jericho Sims, Kenyon Martin Jr. and Trey Murphy III in the three point shootout. It's Buddy Heald, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Kevin Herter, Laurie Markinen, Tyrese Halliburton, Tyler Hero, and Julius Randall, the late addition. And then in the skills competition it's the Team Jazz. Um, I don't have the three players in front of me, I think it's Clarkson, Conley and Kessler. Um, and then the three rookies and then the Anta brothers. Um, so there's some some chemistry disparity be- between the three of them there. But um with my first pick, I'm going back up to the dunk contest. I'm taking the white boy Mac McClung. Um, wow. Uh, he's first pick he's in been the first draft Oh, McClung. <laughs> Um, not even in the NBA. I don't hate that they're letting him in the dunk contest, even though he's not in the league. I do hate that, you know, ever since LeBron declined to fulfill his duty in the dunk contest, it's been downhill from there and they can barely get scrubs to do it. But I'm mostly taking Mac McClung because he's been in the mixtape game since the very beginning and he's a little guy. Like Jericho Sims, what he can do is crazy. It just doesn't look as good on camera for the dunk contest. And I'm taking the little guy, Mac McClung.
1: I think he just got picked up by the Sixers, by the way. Did he? Like, like yesterday.
2: They're gonna they're two gonna way for the rest of the season.
1: I think a two way.
2: Yeah. I wonder if they're trying to get on in on the potential uh, publicity when he wins the dunk contest.
0: Listen, he's got the shortest odds. He is a plus 160 in the dunk contest. A.V., would you actually lay any of your hard-earned money on the plus 160 odds, or would you just avoid that and just play it from a fun contest perspective? Completely a fun contest
2: perspective. The only of the three contests where I would consider getting involved and and betting real money on this is the three-point shootout, because I think that's actually one of the few – Things where you can sort of get a little inside info and it's not, you know, every time someone says they got some inside info on, you know, r slash NBA or from their guy or whatever, everyone knows that. So obviously Vegas knows it, like get out of here. But some, I think that the three point shootout, there's. There's like a how-much-do-you-care factor, and you do sometimes if you follow these players on social or hear some stuff, you see they that some of them have been practicing for a while, and like picking that ball up from the rack is so different than a game, is so different than just practice. So if they – the ones that care, and I have a couple in mind that I don't want to blow before the draft, if they actually care, yeah, I, I would uh, put some money on a couple of my three-point guys.
0: Okay, I'm actually going to respond to that and say – I will be betting a little bit on Mac McClung on the 160. It's actually one of my favorite bets on the slate for that reason that you were saying where what McClung does, and he's like borderline a professional dunker also. Like what he does is going to look so good on TV for the cameras. We've seen the little guy kind of take flight and uh, it be more of a wow factor in the dunk contest. I'm thinking for those D. Rose years Um, like – I mean, not D. Rose, Nate Robinson. What was I saying? Mm -hmm. Um, um, For that reason, and with it being plus 160, you can kind of take two dunkers in this competition and guarantee yourself profit if either one of them win. I think Jericho Sims is an easy out because it never really looks great on the big guy. Exactly. And And then I would lean. I mean, Kmart Jr. and Trey Murphy are both like, you know, small fours or like big threes. So I do think there's that whole size component that allows McClung to like really capture the lights in this event. And we're we're not going out there with John ja Morant, uh, you know, Giannis, Aaron Gordon, and all those guys. We're having McClung, Jericho Sims, Kmart Jr., and Trey Murphy the third. Give me McClung for plus one sixty A V, if I had first pick, that's exactly where I would have gone myself. However, I, I have second pick. And for that reason, ooh, this is tough. I'm going to go Team Jazz. Give me the team, again, playing this from a gambler's perspective, give me the situation with the shortest odds on the book. The the Jazz are a minus 125. Bet 125 to win 100. They are the over 50% chance favorites to win their contest. Vegas always knows what they're talking about. Let me lean into the angle of these odds makers no more than me. Give me the team with the shortest odds. Austin takes Mack McClung. I'm taking Team Jazz.
1: All right, so with my, my pick, third pick, I'm going with three-point shootout, and I'm going Dame Dollar. I think he is the most competitive guy uh, in that com- in that competition. Um I think he has limitless range and I think something 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 special might happen. Uh he might put up twenty in one go. So I'm going Dame. Dame Dollar with a three point shootout. Um I think I don't even think he's a favorite. I think Buddy Heel's the favorite, but uh I, I like Dame's Dame's odds uh for that competition.
0: Yeah, Dame is a plus four seventy. The second highest in the odds for the three point shootout, the second shortest odds, second less return, but you're still getting nearly five to one payout on it. Gib, come Saturday night, are you gonna have real money on Dame Dalla?
1: Absolutely. If plus four seventy, I think that's amazing odds to put on him. Um I'm gonna put a little bit of money on on Dame to to win that.
0: We've already seen Dame have his worst All-Star weekend the, the year that he performed. So this could be a redemption oh. year for Dame to do some winning in All-Star weekend and take on a three-point. A.V., you, you, <laughs> you look at me like that was cold, but you know it's true also.
2: I mean, it was it might be fact, but it was shots fired. I don't know if Dame Dolly needed to catch strays. He's, he's coming to hoop this weekend, but I, I hope he does well. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing who Gibbs' next pick is since he's the, the snake end here. Number four. Now,
1: now, this is my first time doing this with you guys. So I don't know if I'm, you know, doing a lot of gamesmanship here or this is like a terrible idea, but I'm going back to the three point shootout. I like it. Buddy Heald with the fourth pick. Um, When I looked at that list, I saw Dame and Buddy, and those two stood out. They're the two favorites. Everyone else on this list, I. I'm I'm just not seeing them winning the competition. So I think locking up Buddy and Dame should guarantee not guarantee me, but give me really, really strong odds to get the three point shootout win.
0: All right. Will you be betting any of the plus four twenty on real life buddy?
1: No. I'm sticking with Dame. I'm only gonna only gonna bet on Dame there.
0: Also, I would just want to speak to that. Um, if you were to bet on multiple, yeah. right, if you're going to bet on two different players in that contest, then by taking Dames plus 470, you're essentially taking it at plus 370, right? You're get, you're adding one other name in their portfolio, but if you're going to, like, have the same unit distribution, you get minus 100 from your odds because that will be part of the loss on the other end. So, uh I like only taking one name unless you're going in the dunk contest because McClung allows you to take another name. You could also take four names with name, but then you're just really messing up your stuff. So if you were going to target one of these contests, I'm okay taking two of the dunkers because then you have 50% of the field and can give yourself better than 50% odds. With eight names in the three-point shootout, with three names in the skills competition, and one of them at minus money, dunk contest is the only place that I would – Potentially hit multiple names. Gibbs gonna go with Dame Dalla. He's gonna have Buddy Healed on his team. It's gonna throw this over to me. I am a Nets fan through and through, and now I'm again a Nets fan because KD and Kyrie have left town. It was a little tough to root for them during that circus. But you guys both know you saw my wall as a six-year-old coming to hang out at my house. There was Devin a Harris. Devin Harris. There was a Devin Harris fathead in my room watching me sleep this only leads me to taking one person the son of a former nets great give me kmart jr i will be taking him with plus 280 of the dunk contest and that would be the other name besides mcclung that i actually put my hard-earned money on so give me kmart and i also have team jazz austin yeah so two picks
2: for, for me, uh, you both made the right call gamesmanship-wise, so I'm a little frustrated. Gibby, as soon as as soon as soon there's a minimum of each category, why not go for your two guys and three points? So now I feel like you have the two guys that, that I, I like there also. And now, Mike, you that's the only chance you have to get two in a category. Plus, the fact that Sims is 270 and Kmart is 280 is crazy to me. I would have Kmart Jr. as way better odds. Uh, I, he can sky. He really gets up. Um, so I like those picks. So I'm, I think I'm going to dip back into the dunk contest pool because um, I'm able to get two guys here. Um, I'm nervous I'm going to miss out on my on my sleeper in the three-point shootout, so I don't want to talk too much about that, but I'm going to do it. So I'm, I'm going for it's between Trey Murphy the third and Jericho Sims I I, I think with Jericho Sims size and power the way he gets up it's incredible but it's an in-game dunker thing so I'm so hesitant to take him I haven't seen anyone look good in the dunk contest since Dwight Howard and even that was like showmanship mostly um, I just don't know anything about Trey Murphy the third as like a a circus dunker like this you know Um I'm going to do it. I'm taking the big boy, Jericho Sims. We're going big and small. Um, with my first pick in the second round, I'm taking Jericho Sims. And now I can't double up on Trey Murphy because Gibby still has to get one. Um, I am going to go back to Team Rookies. Again, going to go with Mike's uh, thought process here. They have good odds. I-, I have to get one of these guys anyway. Do I want Team Rookies or the Tacumbros? I think I want the Rooks. I think that the Giannis' team will have better chemistry and they'll be trying harder. But, hey, there's a reason the Rooks are plus 154, 145, excuse me, and Team Antetokounmpo is plus 500. So with uh, now my team is Mack McClung, Jericho Sims, and Team Rookies for the skills competition.
0: You know why Team Antetokounmpo is plus 500, right?
2: Uh, because it's not because of Thanis, It's not because of Giannis. It's because
0: of... Alex, no, it's because of it's because you every single player who goes up and down the the thing needs to make a three, and Finassis can and Giannis can and the big boy cannot. Neither none of them can. None of them can hit a three. None of them can, <laughs> in comparison to the rest of the guys. Even Giannis, like, sh- like. The Antetokounmpo I mean, takumpo brothers jazz- have done this in the past and they've looked yeah. very bad. Correct. So I so, they yes, haven't they, have the they haven't always
2: come in last. I don't know if they've ever won. But I will also say, so is Walker Kessler gonna be like crossing people over and hitting deep deep threes? That's gonna be tough for the favorite team jazz.
0: That's true. But I think the rookies always try a little bit. Antetokounmpo Takumpo Bro done so it before. Also. I think it's yep. gonna be you know, multiple poor shooters as opposed to just one. Uh Give me, I, and I also think it's the biggest trap bet. I think everyone's gonna look at them and be like, the brothers are gonna want to win. Like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, they've done it yep. before. It's plus five hundred. Mm, don't, don't, don't put your, don't put your real money there. Is is what I would say. I really like the team rookies pick. Um, you could even take team Jazz and team rookies as a way to just completely fade the auntie pros um, because you could get. You know, plus payout if you just play both of them. I'm not going to do it just because the amount of payout that you get is like 20 cents on every dollar that you bet, like you'd bet um, in a situation where the rookies win. So I wouldn't like doing that at all. Um, It's just not enough payout that I think it's actually worth it for the chance that the Ansatokumpo brothers do win. Um, This comes back to me, right? Sure does. And now I have to take a three point shooter because I have two dunk contest participants oh no i have yeah yeah no i have no i have kmart and team jazz give me jason tatum i mean i think this one's pretty obvious right got a silky smooth jumper high pressure moments super all-star going to be like going to be in this weekend in this contest for many years to come um Really, like, like lights out shooting, like nine three pointers a game this season. His volume is through the roof, and the whole Celtics team efficiency has been really high this season. So let me just back that with with Healed and Lillard off the board, and a bunch of people who you know might be in the spotlight for the first time. Give me Tatum, who's been in these moments before. Who does this go to? This goes to Gib.
1: Goes to me. Um, how many Ross responses do we get? Five each. Five each. Okay. So I have to take uh, you a You have to take
0: Beyonce and the Kumpo brothers and you have to take Trey Murphy. I almost so, wonder. Okay.
1: I'm going to take a three-point shooter now. Because exactly.
0: To... Exactly. Yeah, you exactly. You should. You should. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. So looking at this list, it's Herder, Marketing, Halliburton, Hero, And Randall. Uh, We were joking that Randall might be the number one pick earlier. (laughs) Um, I am going to stay away from Julius Randall. As a Knicks fan, I have seen him shoot one too many pull-up threes with a man in his face.
0: Can Uh, I interrupt you real quick? Yeah. Should Jalen Brunson be here this weekend instead of Julius Randall altogether? As an all-star? As an all-star in the three-point competition. If that was Brunson on the list right now, would you consider taking Brunson over these guys? Like as a, generally, yeah, you're you're someone who watches point, a lot of Knicks yeah. ball. Who's who's the Knicks best player?
1: As a three point shooter, no, but Jalen Brunson is clearly the best player. I was shocked when it wasn't um, wasn't Brunson. It could have been. I don't know if it was a positional thing where they needed a forward and the wild card spots were somebody else. But I was shocked. Uh, but you know, Brunson has been really turning it on even after they announced who uh, the All Stars were. So I think he's been averaging like over the last ten games, twenty six points, something like yeah. something crazy like that. Um, and so we haven't had a point guard. We, the Knicks, haven't had a point guard. What since Charlie Ward or maybe Steph Marbury? Like, who's the last good Knicks point guard? And you see, like, how much he's done for the team. He's Frankie really the looked- yeah. yeah. Frankie smokes. Yeah, Frankie smokes. Frankie cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie smokes is not is not the answer. Neither neither was Dennis Smith Jr. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I would go with Brunson. I don't know if you if you guys had a different opinion there.
2: I mean I would say that Brunson's had the better season but to me the the most disrespectful all-star snub is Harden so it's I would I would try and get Brunson in there but the fact that Harden wasn't on there is so heinously disrespectful he is one of the most historically disrespected players for someone who's like his prime he's a top three offensive player ever it's the disrespect is uh, is bothers I know you know people don't like his games he 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 games for fouls and and stuff like that, but you know, and he's choked in the playoffs. But he's a he's a superstar.
1: I think that it might also have to do with him quitting on two teams and coaches not really loving loving that. Uh, I think the that's yep. choose choose the uh, the reserves.
2: Yeah, yeah. I also no, I, noticed, I think that's a good point.
0: I noticed with this year, with there being such a bump in scoring like across the league, like we are not seeing. Like the when I look at to gamble on game totals, it's regularly 235. And I'm like, five years ago, that would be an instant underclick because, like, oh my God, this line is mispriced. No NBA line should be there now. Every NBA line is around 230 or 235. It's crazy. So, what with seeing such an increase in scoring this year, I think the coaches went a little bit like the other way and were just like, let's just remind everyone how important defense is. That's why we're seeing the Drew Holiday's. the – uh, Triple J, Jared Jackson Jr. Yeah. make it like even Aaron Gordon was like real bubble to make it this year. Um, so I just think there's a, the coaching aspects were very much pushing defense, which I actually kind of like. And, and I mean, it's not ideal for an all-star game, but I get the idea conceptually of what they were doing. Let's get back to the game, Gib. Who are you taking as your third three-pointer, three-point contest participant?
1: This might be a little bit of a surprise, but... I'm gonna take Tyler Hero here. Um, I I really like his stroke, and I think his um, his shot off the rack might really really work here. He's got a quick release; he'll quickly be able to get the shots off. Um, which is why I was kind of staying away from Jason Tatum because he's got that weird hitch. It takes a little while for his shot to get off. Um, so I'm gonna go with Tyler, <clears throat> Tyler Hero, um, even though he's a little he's plus 800. Um, I just like I like. I like his shot, and I like his competitiveness uh, to to try and win this.
0: Could you at all be interested in the plus um, eight hundred from a betting perspective? That was one that I looked at and was like, he he fits a lot of the narrative of what you'd expect in a three point contest winner to to, to do. Um, and, I'm, and I'm yeah,
1: I'm going to stay away from putting money on him. Uh, I I wouldn't like be against someone doing that because like plus eight hundred is really really good odds for him winning. I just want to stick with one person when I'm like who I'm going to bet on, and that's going to be
0: that's going to be Dame. And historically, I've I've kind of always watched this because I'm frequently gambling on the NBA for the last ten. This now makes eleven years. Um, I, I always find it amazing that I reflect back. And sure, there's a year or two here or there where there's an an outlier. I always find it amazing how Every year on, like, Saturday night, I'm thinking, how do these odds makers even know who's going to be hot that night, who's going to even be good at this competition? Like, they seem to always price, like, the guys who finish top two are always, like, within the top two or three in the odds. So I do think having Healed and Lillard, which you have, Gibby, on your team, sets you up really nicely in this competition. Uh, I don't think I'd be stretching to put Tyler Hero in. I think there's a reason why he's plus 800 and I might not know the reason, but the odds makers do. And I think that we should all be cognizant that they know more than we do. Um, this makes it... Gib, you have two picks. So you, you he, have to pick either exactly. Murphy or The yep. Kumpo Brothers. So choose one and give us a quick reason why.
1: Um, I have to go Trey Murphy the third, right? Um, yep. or, or the Kumpo Brothers. I'm going to take Trey Murphy. Um, the one thing we haven't touched on um with the dunk contest is who the judges are because they're the ones who are going to actually dictate who's going to win this i just have the list here it's jamal crawford lisa leslie carl malone Hara minor and dominique wilkins so we have a couple of wings three guys who are wings on this list uh which might favor trey murphy here who's a wing what? he's and got
0: down here yeah, I do. Uh, me and, for for people not on the Zoom, me and Av are both amazed with this. Let me pull up the judges and talk about what positional <laughs> players these judges were and influence their <laughs> voting. We all we all saw D Wade throw up the nine. Oh, wow. and wow! Completely change and and sink it one year for I forget who it was that he completely screwed. It was over. for
2: Aaron Gordon. He blew it for Aaron Gordon, and we never got Aaron Gordon back in the dunk contest, and we well, won't.
1: I was I was in Toronto when Aaron wow. Gordon went under his legs and over the yep. mask. Yup. I had never seen an arena erupt like that ever in my life. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen in person. <laughs>
0: when he blew out the cupcake, too. Oh my God. Aaron Gordon's done some crazy, crazy shit. He
1: has. And, and the, the one thing about the judges, the reason why I didn't love or I'm not obsessed with Mac McClung here is like, I don't see Carl Malone giving <laughs> Mac. McClung. A 10. I don't see it. I'm not seeing Carl Malone be like, yeah, this G-leaguer 100% deserves a 10, no matter what the dunk is. So if the only reason I don't love Mac McClung is for that reason.
0: Just to throw another stray out here and catch Carl Malone with one, he should be uh, giving 10s to anyone who puts any flair on any dunk because he was one of the most boring dunkers of all time. The power oh,
2: though. I don't know about good. that take. The power. Yeah. Yeah. Just,
0: just straight one down. handers. Boom. Boom. He loved he, it. he
2: threw the hand behind the head every now and again. He you know, he show you what's up. It was mailman day sometimes.
0: Yeah, mailman. All right. Um this goes wait, is it my pick now for my last three pointer? Is that what it is? Yeah. It's my it's pick pack. for the last three-point shootout guy. Um
2: there are multiple three-point yeah. shootout guys left.
0: Yeah, yeah, but then you're gonna take, you're gonna take the last two. Oh, that's right. Uh, so it becomes down to marketing, Kevin Herder, Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, and Julius Randle. So I guess I'll have two of them. Um, ooh, do I go hometown marketing? I don't want Halliburton. He's got that weird hitch in his shot. You know what? Give me hometown marketing to get hot. He's been on this court plenty of times. He's been killing it on this court all year. I'll take the hometown hero, Laurie marketing
1: You're going to take Tatum's hitch, but your Haliburton's <laughs> hitch is going to be like, no?
0: Yeah. Halliburton's hitch is, is, looks like Charles Barkley on a golf course, but somehow <laughs> it goes in. I uh, I
2: am pumped, pumped that you took Lowry there because I, the, my one person that I've heard stuff about is – red velvet aka K Vaughn, aka kevin Herder. so he he had been lobbying to the nba to get added to this three-point shootout. he's one of the few that the nba you know didn't reach out early and try and get him involved because he's not such a big name and he's been lobbying which which leads me to believe he spent a lot of time hitting the racks and he's going to make sure he comes prepared hasn't been a part of the big lights but so for someone like tyrese halliburton here Tyrese comes in and he's so pumped to be an All Star for the first time. He's had an incredible season, and hit, this is about the All Star game. I don't think he's hitting the rack at all. I don't think he cares as much about the three point shootout.
0: Just came off an injury too.
2: Just came off an injury, and it not just a lower body injury too. He had like his arm in a sling. It was like he's got some stuff going on. Um. So uh, I I love Herter there. Um. Unfortunately, I might have to go Tyrese because my next pick is a three-point shootout guy, and I don't want Julius Randle at all. I mean, (laughs) talk about someone's shot who doesn't look like it lends itself to the three-point shootout, and he's in the All-Star game and probably isn't going to care. He was a late add to this. This is a favor. I I, I mean – the only reason I think he might be practicing more is he knows he might embarrass himself, and he wants to avoid that if possible. <laughs> but I- I'm going to take Tyrese with my second pick here. Um, so my two three-point shootout guys are Kayvon and Tyrese to go with my two dunk guys, Mac McClung and Jericho Sims. And then I got the rookies. I, I like my five. I'm pretty pumped.
0: So this leaves me with taking Julius Randle as the last pick, I believe. Uh, this makes my team... Haymar Jr., Tatum, marketing Juice Randall, and Team Jazz. I like my team too. I'm doing well. You guys are paying me sixty bucks. Gib, who you got?
1: <laughs> well, uh, I got to take the Andy Takumbo brothers, uh, but I've been watching the 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 Bucks game that's on right now. He just got hurt in the game. Hurt his hand. Giannis, oh, Giannis just got hurt. So that might put a little wrinkle in the whole thing. <laughs> wow. So, so Gibby how gets hurt. his
0: wild card and is going to get a, a, a first ball. Yeah, everyone get everyone knock that. on wood for Giannis right now. We don't need yeah. a Giannis injury of all things. Oh, I don't know how serious
1: it was. He went to the locker room, fell on his hand. Locker uh, room. Did not return in the like since the injury. So could be could be nothing, could be something. But it like seems like something that might impact the next week, especially All-Star week.
0: If Giannis wow. can't do it, do they scratch Thanasis and Alex, too? Or are they just going to uh, and get them a new team? Or do they keep, they they keep it hot, the two Takumbo brothers that we don't really care too much about? Get, get their mom involved.
2: I, I think this is an opportunity to extend the family here.
0: They have a fourth
2: oh. brother
1: who's not on it. They bring the fourth brother, right? Oh. Oh. Is,
2: fourth he a, brother. is he a hooper?
1: He's. A ho- I think they're all hoopers. I don't. I mean, Giannis is a different level, but I think like all three of them were at least. Well, Giannis is NBA. The other two, I think, are t one, D one ball players.
2: Alex was in. Yeah, the I think that's his while. name. Alex oh. was a big man on the Lakers, and I don't know the third. I just yeah, I assume Alex, big man on the Lakers, who couldn't get any burn, can't do a skills competition. But you know, I shouldn't assume.
0: Yeah, but I don't know how this is going to affect your odds. But this means you have the onset to Kumpo Bros. You have Buddy Healed and Damian Lillard. And you have uh, Trey Murphy the third. Do you also sure, have Tyler right. Hero? Is that you?
1: I have. I do have
2: Tyler. He has Hero. That's a good pick. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear that each one of us has a strong category. I'm, I'm the only one with two in the dunk contest. Mike took the best odds on in any category in Team Jazz, so he has the best in the skills competition. And then Gibby went three-point right away, gamed it so he didn't have to take – his, his minimum guys until the last round, and now he's got two and the two favorites by a good amount. I, I'm looking forward to this. I think we did well.
1: One, one quick, as, as the rookie here who's the first time doing it, have you guys ever had thought about like a last place punishment? So if your guy comes oh. in last, right, you know, kind of like a fantasy football last place punishment, yep. not, but not like added, you have to pay the the pot.
2: I think that now that it's the three of us, it should be a tradition. What do you think, Mike?
0: Yeah, for sure. Maybe maybe we do like uh, an extra five dollars to the winner if if you have the guy coming in last place. So then it becomes fifteen if you have the guy who comes in last. Or we can do, and maybe we could just chat offline about this. You could do what are the combined scores of your guys? But then again, we don't have the same amount of players in each competition, so it should probably be just the winner, right? Then again, if you have three people in the three-point competition, you have a higher likelihood of getting the last-place guy, too.
2: These are all good points and things that we probably would have had to prepare for before the draft. So, yeah, we'll talk offline and see what we can add next year. Yeah,
0: maybe we'll edit it for next year. For For this year, it's going to be if you have the winner, you get 10 from the other two because that's just the way we drafted and played it out. Before we get out of here, guys— there are also currently live odds for the All-Star Game and for the All-Star Game MVP. And we don't even know what teams these guys are on because the NBA finally, finally corrected themselves and are having the draft live right before tip-off, picking the teams on the court like a true pickup basketball game should be. A.V., you're clearly learning that for the first time right now. I They're am. Have That's sick. They're going to have two jerseys prepared for every player, and we'll be handing them whichever jersey they get chosen. So, we have Team Giannis as a plus two to Team LeBron, and we only know that Giannis is on one side and <laughs> LeBron's on the other. But we also know that LeBron is, what, 6-0 and since being Team LeBron and drafting his team, 5-0, Um People say that LeBron's not a good GM. Come on, boys. Look at his all-star game record. This guy knows how to draft talent. This is a clear joke. Um, (laughs) Is there any value in taking this now? Is there a situation where you're hoping someone drafts a certain way and then you would put a little money on them? Would you just take the plus two points? Would you just take the minus two? Because LeBron, with Giannis getting hurt right now, maybe it's impossible to answer uh, because that would change everything. And then is there a certain player that you see that's going to be a starter in this game that you want to put MVP futures on regardless of him uh, you know, being on either team or whichever team would win? But you think this guy, maybe it's Luka, maybe it's Embiid, one of these guys who you know is definitely starting to end up coming away with the MVP this year. I mean,
2: as, as for who I take in the team win, I think Giannis getting hurt could actually play in your favor here. I think you wait to see what happens with Giannis. The odds probably shift even more, so Team Giannis slash Team Wildcard gets even more points. And then you take the team with points, because obviously it's like a 50-50 crapshoot, and, and just getting points is great. But I, I, I think it's a weird situation, and we probably have to wait it out there. Um, as for MVP, that's, you know, that's a try-hard thing. Who do you guys think is going to go for it?
0: you have a you have an MVP guy who do you think is going I was going to say Giannis is going to be the guy who plays hard because he just gets rebounds gets dunks finishes runs the break so if Giannis is active if we learn that Giannis is active and he's still a plus 600 in the MVP voting that's immediately my best bet of the all-star weekend is plus 600 Giannis to win MVP um he would probably be the only one that I would put money on if he's Not if it's if he's not playing, I also like Luca plus nine hundred.
1: Yeah, I like Luca. If I was to pick one, I I saw Jason Tatum, and I think getting an all-star MVP for Jason Tatum can put him into another stratosphere. I think that's something he cares about is getting to be like a superstar. Uh and I think all star game MVPs, if you look at the list of like history, those are guys you think of as superstars. So I think there's a chance that he comes out absolutely gunning to try and get it. Um, So if I was to put money, I would do Jason Tatum. But uh, I just think it's too much of a crapshoot
0: to actually put any money on it. AV, one question for you and then we'll get out of here. Joel Embiid is a plus 900. Uh, Embiid obviously been very forefront in the – MVP race the last few seasons. Can you see him trying to have a statement game, or is his game just not the type of fit for an All Star game? And he's probably priced too high. I don't I can't tell if he's priced too high or too low.
2: So I'm I'm out fully out on Embiid for the main reason that he came out. I think it was today or yesterday and said he might not not even play in the All Star game because he's not completely oh, wow. healed. And that goes nice to, to my my bigger point of why I wouldn't pick Embiid here is because he also was super snubbed by not being in the starters. And he's not the kind of dude who's like, oh, I'm going to show them that I should have been a starter. He's the kind of dude that's like, well, then I'm not going to the All-Star game and you guys don't deserve me and I'm going to take a vacation. So I, I don't even know if he plays. I, I don't think that, that he's going to be as uh, enthusiastic as some of the other guys going for MVP. But I will say that I remember, I think it was 2020. I think it was the first year that they did the new Chris Paul rules. When it came down to it at the end, when both teams are just, you know, you need a bucket, it's it's first person to go up two wins. Embiid's team's best offense, and I, I think he was on Team LeBron and all sorts of people, the best offense of either team in the game was dump it down to Embiid. You have to double him or he scores every time. So there was no one else who was quite at that level of, of uh, dominance, and so he could have had a good shot. I just think
0: this is not the year for it. Is he starting now that Durant is not active?
2: I mean, again, I, I don't, I don't even know there. if he's playing, but I think they have to pick someone. Yeah, I, I I, I, don't know. I don't know.
0: So, yeah, Embiid might get the token start two minutes, play eight minutes total and be out and, mm-hmm. and not really and, care that much. He's, he's yeah, I, I, that makes me really like Giannis.
1: And Marketin is starting for the injuries.
0: And Markkinen yeah. is starting. Good for Markkinen. Well-deserved. Is that a little hometown plug because he's on the Jazz, or do you think it's really he's the next best choice over like SGA? You should have, started,
1: you should have got over Williamson to start over Zion to start. Zion barely
0: played.
2: I agree. I agree. Zion didn't play. Didn't play enough. And I mean, Laurie's Laurie's, it's he really has. It's it's stats. It's wins. It's eye test. I mean, like I yeah, I'm I'm happy for him. Oh, One last the bonus note: too?
0: I thought the bonus was potential starter because the Kings have been great.
2: The Kings have been even be better. Even yeah. better than the Jazz, uh, I, he, you know, Sabonis has has been the engine there, along with Fox and the culture shift. Whereas, you know, Markkinen has been the entirety of what the Jazz have done. Um, but yeah, I, I like them both. All right,
1: Giannis, did, Giannis did not come out to start the second half.
2: Oh,
0: not even out of the locker. Team room. in shambles. Not in the locker room. All right. Well, that throws quite a bit of what we <laughs> talked about on today's pod into question. However. We do have our team set. We did give you guys a nice template to have a fun NBA All-Star Weekend with your friends. Find two other friends. Do a fun little draft. Watch the contest and try and bring home 10 bucks, 20 bucks in any given event. If you are going to bet on it, you guys know who we like, who we think odds actually carry good value. But, of course... Bet small amounts because it is all star weekend, and you never know if someone that you think is great odds in a great position and you want to put a lot of money on ends up just not giving a shit. And it's just like, well, I care more than if you care about Halliburton more than Halliburton does about winning the three point, that's when you're in a bad spot. So, you want to have a little bit of money. So, if Halliburton comes out and he doesn't give a shit, you don't really have to give much of a crap either. Um, That is going to wrap up our All-Star pod. Fellas, thank you for joining me. Thank you for coming back to NBA Gambling Talk on the Advantage. I will be back sometime next week breaking down a slate. Maybe I'll have A.V. or Gibby on with me. And as always, peace out.